Hello and welcome back to your latest Fit Finance session with myself, Tim Webb and Henry uh, Ellison. Uh, Tom isn't with us today, he's off sunning himself somewhere, um, but today we thought we'd do something a little bit different, uh, something that we haven't done before, and that is introduce the concept of finances to your children and how best to do that, uh, in term, both in terms of vehicles in which or you know, how best to, to go about investing or putting some money aside for your children. But also just some general you know, skills and, and little habits that you can help um, build on them earlier in life, which obviously clearly in, in, as they progress through life will, will um, do them do them well, and uh, I'm sure develop good habits in, uh, in in the financial world and with their finances. So first things first, in terms of how to actually um, uh, put some money aside, or the best ways in which to, to put some money aside for for your children, I think Henry's got some key ideas to be sharing with us. Henry, do you want to fire away? Oh, I have, Tim. You're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think um, when we first started thinking about talking about this today, that I, I spotted an article in The Guardian that was um, that brought up the idea of children's trust funds, which were a concept that was set up in the early noughties um, by the Labour government then, I think. And uh, for some children, some children receive £500 um, just for just for being born and others only got 250 um, which is pretty good and all this money got paid into accounts the, the scheme stopped in 2010 so sadly for those born after 2010 or before 2002 you won't have got any money but there's a big section of children now who are approaching approaching 18 where whereby these funds are going to to um, to be available to them so the, there's the the child trust fund is a Typically, it was invested in cash, although you could invest it in investments. Um, and I think you could invest up to £9,000 a year into one. They then brought out something called the Junior ISA. Um, and the Junior ISA works in just the same way as a, as a, you know, a normal, regular, um, a nicer, as it, is, as it was known for a while. Um, but the savings limits were slightly lower and, and they remain lower. So today you can save up to £9,000 a year into a junior ISA and the money can be invested in the stock market and you know just in the same way that you might have your own um, ISA invested or it can be invested in cash and actually typically with these children's accounts you tend to find the rates of interest are are better than they are in adult accounts I'm not quite sure what the reasoning is behind that it's probably a banking marketing strategy to try and retain those children after they turn 18. Um, but I think, you know, there are some accounts paying two and a half percent interest, which is pretty extraordinary in today's, today's age. Um, both junior ISAs and child trust, child trust funds are available and freely, freely accessible by your child when they turn 18, though. So one needs to be a little bit careful when saving towards these vehicles um, that your child is not like I would have been at university and goes, brilliant, look, I've got a few thousand pounds, I'm gonna go and spend it down the local nightclub or the local bar. Um, but they're a great vehicle for building up some money and then hopefully either using towards your university education or, or you know, putting towards a house deposit further on down the line. I think the other one that's, um, that's commonly used to save, <clears throat> to save for your children, and, and in fact, I was talking to some clients just this morning who were doing this, is, your, is the old um, premium bonds. Um, so you can make uh, regular savings into premium bonds. Um, I think the minimum amount is 50 pounds a, a month. Uh, and you can say, and you can win anything between 25 pounds up to a million pounds. Um, currently the rate of interest on them is only, is the rate, the prize, the average prize rate they call it, it's about 1%. Um, 
but the chance of winning a million are still there. And I know historically it's been a, a really common place to, to, to save for children. Um, and it's, it's a little bit of fun and it certainly introduces uh, children if they get involved in, to the concept of saving and having that with, with the premium bonds, perhaps having that regular income being, being paid back out to them. Brilliant. I suppose it also does introduce them to the concept of gambling as well, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> However. <laughs> uh, brilliant, brilliant. Right. Okay. Fantastic. Well, just, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, those, those things are useful, aren't they? And also, I suppose, with the bonds as well, that's not something which will automatically switch into their hands when they get to 18 as well. So it's perhaps somewhere where I've got some clients who, who want to start, or want to put money away or assign some money away for the children, but almost don't want the, the children to know about it and at least don't want it to automatically fall in their hands just as they're happening to start Freshers' Week, perhaps. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, that's... I think, well, I think that's interesting, isn't it? And I, I have similar conversations with clients as to where the best way, where the best place to save money is. And certainly I find um, that clients with daughters are quite happy to use junior ISAs and clients with sons want to find another way of saving but the last thing they want is their sons getting hold of 10 grand when they turn 18. Um, and of course using your own ISA allowance might be a way of doing that if you're not fully funding your own ISA allowance and just earmarking it for your son when he turns responsible um, yeah. at some point. Whatever that may be. Whatever that might be. Have you got <laughs> strategies Tim of how you would encourage said irresponsible son to, <laughs> to, to to become a responsible a responsible saver and a responsible uh, their money i absolutely do yeah although these things perhaps should have been applied a little bit earlier than, than 18 but um <laughs> but yeah for the, for the younger kids out there um you know families out there that have, have younger children um just a couple of concepts i suppose that i came across in an article um not too long ago now but a couple, couple of basic ones start off nice and simple lead by example you know don't don't be a fool with your own money. And obviously, when when you know young children are very malleable and sort of monkey see monkey do, if they see daddy daddy and mummy being silly, spending all their money, not being able to afford things, basic things, and we have to put food on the table. Perhaps um, you know that's not going to be teaching them sort of the discipline and sort of the the idea of how micro transactions build up to a, a bigger um, a bigger goal that they could be working towards um, later on down the line. So number one, lead by example. Um, number two, sort of nicely bridging across into that I, with the whole microtransactions thing is, is setting a goal, you know, setting a savings goal. Um, I mean, I think my very first budget I, that comes to mind, at least, was my 50p uh, monthly, sorry, monthly, God, wasn't that hard done by, um, weekly, weekly <laughs> packet to save up for my sherbet lemon. After a couple of, couple of weeks, I could go down to the shop and buy my sherbet lemon. Um, it shows the age difference between you and I because 50p would have got you a bag of share but no. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, well, yeah, okay. Maybe <laughs> or something back in the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, obviously it depends on age and, and, and how developed they are and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, just the idea of teaching them that actually, you know, short-term sacrifice for long-term gain you know don't buy, don't spend the money now in order to be able to build up the pennies build up the pounds to be able to buy something better better on later on down the line and obviously that's something which we're doing all the way through um your working life and, and your adult life is obviously the ultimate thing delayed gratification is retirement you know you, you build up your wealth throughout your lifetime with the ultimate goal of retirement and no longer having to work 
Um, so that's sort of a, a level one way of um, of of, uh, of of showing that. And I think another another way, I suppose, to reinforce that is the idea of paying bonuses. Um, I mean, this particular article mentions deductions off the back of that as well. If if, for example, you set them tasks, um, I know for me it was you know ironing and washing and all that sort of stuff. Um, but you know, if these things are done without prompting, you know, without without you needing to get on their back and you know whip them to get get them to do it, then then you pay them a bonus. You know, you encourage sort of this this um, self-revolving motivation to to do these things and 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 help to to, to get some money. Um, deductions, I'm, I'm you know, perhaps a little bit less keen. But obviously, depends depends on your uh, parenting style. I don't know about you, Henry, but. <laughs> really it's really interesting i just do it by deduction and it actually makes me wonder whether or not i'm doing it the right way so start with two pounds a week and then it's and then it's reduced from there dependent upon behavior and performance but i wonder maybe we should do it another way and start start i don't know 50p a week and then through good performance reward good performance i suspect it's probably a better way of doing it perhaps yeah perhaps i, I would i don't have children now but you know as and when i do then i'll i'll probably put yeah, the other motivation first and the reward behind motivation um, of doing something but hey ho yeah so there, there's there's three three concepts there three little skills to, to be building up in your little ones um, and some some ideas of where to put the money uh, at yourself for them as and when they become of age or and or um, of, of, of uh, suitable sensibility uh, of your of your choice so uh, brilliant well I think has you got anything else to add Henry I think that's a no. super ending point so i hope that's been useful and um brilliant yeah we'll, we'll catch you in the, in the next episode next week thank you very much for listening